0: Welcome to the jungle, a tremendous Tuesday to you. I'm Jim Rome. Just so you know, we are fully in storm watch here in SoCal. I got out early this morning, and I'm telling you, I was hydroplaning all the way to work. We're not built for it. Tommy said he saw an accident on the way. Keep in mind, Tom gets into the office at 5 a.m. Hey, believe me, the last time, I missed a lot of this because I was in Vegas for Super Bowl week. But prior to that, when the storm started, remember, I couldn't get to the Starbucks because there was already a major accident like at five in the morning involving one car, I think, maybe two. We do not do well here in SoCal. We're not built for it. Nothing about this town is built for the onslaught. So it is storm watch. Keep it in mind. It wouldn't surprise me at all if we went off the air or if there was flooding in the studio. It's a crazy time. But we're here. All right, let me get you started. Good, good show for you today. I hope nothing bad happens because we have a big Tuesday show. Starting with your phone number, one 636 I've got good topics, per always, in or out of the NFL season. It doesn't matter. I've got a show for you. What I don't know, though, what I can't count on always is whether or not you show up. Sometimes you show up in a great way. Sometimes you bring me down. Pick me up today. Come on, clones. Let's do this. I've got two big-time interviews coming up, and I've got lots of opportunities for you to get through. 1-800-636-8686. We've had the same phone number for years. Use it. Hit me up on the X platform at Jim Rome. Email me at Rome, R-O-M-E at Habitate.com. Coming up at 940, these are Pacific Times, the head basketball coach at Kansas, Bill Self. Bill Self has not been on the program in a moment. I'm looking forward to that. Also coming up the top of our number two. So what we'll do is we'll go back to back. Further incentive for you to call right now. Top of our number two, the manager of the L.A. Dodgers, Dave Roberts. Bill Self, Dave Roberts, open phones right now. Hit me up on the X. Email me. Let's get it. And keep in mind here in SoCal, we are amidst Stormwatch. Keep that in mind. All right, so where I want to start today, even though we are out of football season, you're never actually out of football season. There is a giant debate going down in Chicago right now. Basically an election season type of debate in Chicago. Because this is how Bears fan is approaching the quarterback situation. And believe me, it's the Bears. There is always a quarterback situation. Has there ever been a time that anybody listening has been alive where there was not a quarterback situation with the Bears? They are a quarterback situation. There is always a quarterback situation. So now you've got one of the best ones ever. Because you have Justin Fields. And I liken this to a political process. You have the Justin Fields party over here. You have the Caleb Williams party over there. And then you've got, like, the independent third party that wants Drake May or Jane Daniels. And then, of course, you've got the kooky write-in voters. And they need now to really complete the picture. The only thing we need is for Howard Dean to drop in and drop a yeah yeah on everybody. Ah! And then you've got a full political campaign. A full political party, a full political system, a full political season. Because they're different parties, right? So for the most part, Bears fan has picked one of the two parties, one of the two sides, a.k.a. Fields or Williams. In other words, do you stick with what you know and what you've invested in? Or do you take a shot at somebody who you think has got a higher ceiling, a brighter future? Do you run it back with the guy you have and you know, or do you start fresh with something brand new where there are no guarantees? You know, just like politics, this division or this decision is dividing the Bears big time, at least the fans. See it. So, Bears fan is getting more and more emotional, more and more impulsive, more and more impatient. Again, like politics. Bears fan wants to know. Bears fan wants some kind of hint as to how this is going to go. And Bears fan is looking anywhere and everywhere to get any hint they can. I get it. I do. It's a major decision that frankly, although it shouldn't, it's going to impact a lot of their lives. You know, not like somebody who comes into office and changes policy and that could really impact your life. But Bears fan feels like, yeah, actually, Roman's the same thing. This is going to impact my life. So, what we have here is a stressful debate. Now, what I can't, I get that, but what I can't get behind is who's following who on social media as a legitimate news item, or how it would factor into any of this, or how it matters at all. That I cannot take seriously. And I don't understand how anybody else can either, but apparently some do. Because, here's the update, Justin Fields supposedly unfollowing the Bears on Instagram was a giant viral story yesterday for some reason. And as of right now, not only does he not follow the team that he currently plays for, but he does follow the likes of Kyle Pitts, Drake London, and Bijan Robinson, a team that needs a quarterback, needs a quarterback badly, and a team that he could ultimately go to. So where does that leave us? He doesn't follow the, Fal- the Bears, but he does follow members of the Falcons. Where does that leave us? I'll tell you where that leaves us. It's a done deal, right? He's a Falcon already, right? It's a bona fide lock, right? If a guy unfollows his team and then he follows some dudes on another team, then absolutely that other team has found its new QB1. I mean, what's more legitimate than social media follows and unfollows? Social is the holy grail of life. I don't need an announcement from the Bears or the Falcons. Fields just announced himself by unfollowing his current team and following members of his new team. That is worth more than any contract that he puts his name on. Am I right? You know, like LeBron's middle of the night hour clock emoji was the single biggest development of the entire NBA season so far. Tracking private jet movement is so 2010. Just pick up your phone, and it will let you know all you need to know. We've got your answer, yo. The Bears will not be keeping Fields. They're drafting Caleb Williams. We know this. We know this because Fields unfollowed them and is following members of the Falcons. We know. It's done. Bears fan. Reaction. Falcons fan, reaction, is that the quarterback you wanted? Does that give you the best chance to win? Bears fan, do you finally have your franchise quarterback? This is the missing piece, right? I need to hear from you. Uh... I mean, seriously, are there dopes that are still connecting these dots and think they're onto something? Who seriously looks at that, sees that, and thinks that, and buys into that? It doesn't even make sense. Do you people keep tabs on exactly who everybody follows and doesn't follow all the time? Because that's got to be exhausting as hell. Do you have to, like, I don't know, keep spreadsheets to keep all this information straight? Like, sure. Fields doesn't follow the Bears right now. I get it. I get it. And maybe that is a weird look. I get that too. However, did he follow them last week? Do we know that? For sure. Did anybody check that? Do we know for a fact that he unfollowed them this week? Or did somebody just look at it and go, hey, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. He doesn't follow the Bears. Yeah, well, did he ever? Or did he once and stop? Who knows? I got a better question. Who the hell cares? Who the hell cares? Now, I want to make this very clear. Notice what I'm not saying. I'm not saying social media doesn't matter. Of course, I'm not saying that. I'm about to move this show onto a social media platform. Of course, social media matters. Of course, the X platform matters more than any other platform. Why else would I be going there? I'm not dogging social media. I'm just dogging the way some people use social media. And if you use it to read way too far into non-existent clues about NFL offseason moves, then you are misusing it. That's not what these platforms are for. That's just people making bleep up. That's just people going straight tinfoil hat. That's just people with way too much time on their hands. You know, like LeBron. Like LeBron in the middle of the night posting an hourglass emoji. Anyway, back to Me? Fields. Yeah, you. You want to know what it actually says? All right, so for all of you who are like, no, 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 no. He unfollowed them. Do you want to know what it actually says? No, no, no. As a description on his Instagram page right now as I speak. It says Chicago Bears. Do you want to know what it actually says as a description on his X account right now as I speak? Quarterback of the Chicago Bears. So I will once again invoke the wise words of one Andrew Brandt and say, what are we doing here? What are we doing here? What are we even doing? doing? Like, what am I doing? Like, what are we doing? Like, what 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 are we doing? Like, what am I here here for? I'm not saying there's not a really good conversation about what the Bears should do or shouldn't do or what they might do or what they might might not do. It's a great conversation. You know, a similar conversation to what we had at this time last year regarding the Bears. What do they do? I'm not saying that that's not all right. That is. What I'm saying is I can't say whether he's staying or going, and I really can't say whether he's staying or going based on what I see on his social media feed. Now, I have an opinion on what they should do, but I'm certainly not going to say, oh, oh, he unfollowed the Bears, and he's following Bijan. He is a Falcon. From the beginning, this has been my take on how this is going to go, and it's a tough call, but they're most likely going to draft a new QB. They're going to take their guy with the number one overall pick, and it's going to restart the clock on everything. It's a fresh QB contract. We know how important that is. It's a fresh project for GM Ryan Poles. It gives them time to keep their roster rebuild going, and it saves them from the humiliation, potentially, of passing on an entire group of first-round QBs and having any of them hit. Because if any of them do hit, all of Chicago is going to want to know why the GM did not take a big swing at a major talent that was so clear to everybody but him. That guy doesn't want that. That's what I thought would happen. That's what I still think will happen. I'll tell you something else that I think will not happen. They're not going to take Caleb Williams and keep Justin Fields. I don't think that's going to happen, nor do I think that's a good idea. So that's where I come out on that. And nothing is going to happen on IG or X or YouTube or TikTok or Snapface, Snapface. or Instachat. Instant chat. That's going to change my opinion. Because my stance is based on logic and actual information and not some made up drama about who follows who. Remember, I told you, I told you going into week 18 that fields needed to erase any existing doubt. He needed to beat the Packers' asses and make it very clear that he was the man, that it was his job, and that he could lock it down on the big day. And then the exact opposite happened. So now here we are. Here the bleep we are. Here
1: we are. Here
0: the I'm just not gonna let who follows whom on IG or the X change how I see this thing. However, At least I now have some small talk ready for the next time he tries to ask me, Hey, man, I I don't, don't know. Do you even work out, Rome? Do you even work out? I don't know. Do you? Yeah, bro, I do. But do you even follow the Bears? Because, you know, you play for them. At least as of right now. Dude, dude, don't worry about my pants. Enough about my pants and whether or not I work out. You go to your phone, my guy, and follow the Bears. Follow them back right now, bro. It's
1: a lot of great products that they have. Depending on what you're doing, I don't know if you work out much, but you know, you of course you're the. I don't know if dude, you do I'm that, old but you're
0: your grandfather. What do you mean you don't? Yeah, know I mean if you I look, look good. Come on, man, right? Yeah, for sure, for sure. And I like the pants. Dude, I'll tell you what's not a pick me up. You looking at me and going, "Hey, man, I don't know if you work out or anything." Hey, I don't know. I mean, you know, <laughs> you're, you look like more of a cardio guy to me. Not you're right. Dude. Not a big weightlifter, but I, hey, you're right. You don't know if I work out. You don't know if I work out. Hey, you know what, Jay? I don't know if you follow the Bears. You don't know if I work out. I don't know if you follow the team you play for. Like the Pans. In fact, I'm looking at your account right now, my guy. And you don't. At least you can look at me and know that I do participate in cardio. But I'm looking at your account right now, and I don't know if you participate in Bears social media. You don't know if I work out, yeah? yeah? Well, I don't know if you follow the Bears like the pants. Yeah. And I like the Bears uniform. I just don't know if you follow them. I like the pads. I like that like bucket. Pans. I like that bonnet. like the pants. I'm telling you, talking about this, you know what I feel like doing? Like, it feels like a political process in political season. Which party do you follow? And you know I never get into politics on this show for very obvious reasons. Not because I don't have political opinions, but I have nothing to gain from that. And by the way, that's not what they pay me to do. However, I will say, this does feel like political season with the Bears. Because of what side are you on? What party are you going to ride with? Talking about this, I feel like standing up in front of a rally, rolling up the sleeves on my shirt, grabbing the mic, and screaming... I got, I got, I need to get ready for this. Hold on. <clears throat> what up, Trapper? RIP, brother. <clears throat> <clears throat>
1: <inaudible> we're, 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 we're gonna go with Caleb Williams
0: and Drake May and Jaden D. And, <inaudible> <inaudible> and, and <inaudible> we're gonna go to Penix and Bonix and, and McCarthy and, and Michael Pratt. The and then we're gonna go with Spencer Rattler for the Gamecocks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let me try it again. I didn't hit that right. One more try, Albie. We're going to go with Caleb Williams and, and Drake and May and, and J.D. We gonna and we're going to go to Pennix and Bodix. and McCarthy and, 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 and Michael Brad. And, and then we're going to go with Spencer Rattler from the Gamecocks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I hope you enjoyed that. Every time I do Howard Dean, I lose at least six months off my life. But it's worth it. Anything for the show. For life, Anything life, for the show. Life, 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 I'm telling you, man. This whole thing about who follows and who unfollows as some sort of determining factor of what's going to happen with the draft. It, it, idiotic. Idiotic. The only thing more idiotic is who tracks it. It'd be idiotic in high school. I mean, this is high school. Let me get some reaction quickly. At James W. Taylor 83, the Bears will always make the wrong decision at quarterback. They always do. Their draft history is terrible. Not only picking Mr. Biscuit over Mahomes, but trading up to do so. I've never seen anything like it in that regards. Think about this. I'm talking about entire lifetimes. I don't care how long you've been alive. The Bears quarterback situation has always been a situation. And I don't mean they haven't had good quarterbacks. They have. But it's always been a situation. That's the thing about that town. That's the weird thing about that town. I mean, I'm still looking for that guy that would constantly call me up and just go hard, hard, Rome, Rome. You don't know what the bleep you're talking about. You are so wrong about Trubisky. He's awesome. I'm like, dude, you're going to so regret that pick. You are going to so regret that pick. And this guy just kept calling. Mr. He's banging Trubisky. me over the head with it. Like, you don't know. You don't know. The hell do you know? How do you even have that job, Rum? I'm like, you're going to die on the Mitch Trubisky hill. Bad pick. Bad player. Not a bad guy. It's not going to work. I'm telling you. I might be wrong about some things, but I'm not wrong about that. And I don't know who you are or where you are, but I definitely was not wrong about that. That's not the hill you want to die on. Where where's that guy now? Witness protection or should I just see who he unfollowed on social to find out where he is? Jamie and Green Bay. I think that dude's the guy is the guy who's monitoring whoever he's following. I know he went awfully hard to let me know how wrong I was about Trubisky when I was right. Jamie and Green Bay, but then again, you didn't need to be a genius to be right about Trubisky, right? Believe me, I'm not saying I'm any smarter than anybody. I'm not any smarter than anybody except that one guy who kept calling me to tell me I was a dope for not understanding what a great player and pick that was. I am smarter than that guy. Jamie and Green Bay, who needs Adam Schefter when you can stalk players' social media account activity? Good point. Very good point. Abby's in. Social media is the worst. Hey, Abby, you know I love you. War Lady but notice, that's not my take. That's not my take. Social media is like many other things. When it's good, it's incredible. But when menu- mis- or misused and at its worst, it's a bad thing. It is what you make it. It can be the best thing ever, and it's made the world much better in so many ways, and benefited so many people, and it can also be a pretty hostile, belligerent cesspool, depending on what you do. Me, when I bring this show to the X platform, it's going to be an incredible thing, because it's going to expose a lot of people who don't know the show to the show, and a lot of you, or a lot of people who lost the show, are going to be able to find the show again. If not, and by the way, one more thing. One more thing about social media. If not for social media, how would I be able to read all of these hilarious and insane things that you send me, Abby? Because you're not calling. You're using social media to get at me and the show. So how can social media be the worst? Abby, I wouldn't know you, frankly, if not for social media. The entire jungle culture and environment wouldn't know you if not for social media. So how can it be the worst? At, let me say this, at its worst, it is the worst. But there are lots of things about it that are really good. It's changed a lot of lives. So you just be careful how you use it. And I will. And I always have been. Just know that, Abby. Abby, you're one of the best things about this show— but I wouldn't know you without social media. All right, let's take a break. Got a big hour coming up. I've got Bill Self at nine forty. I have Dave Roberts at ten o'clock. Straight up. Oh, I got something for you. I got a brand new sponsor. I got a brand new partner. I am geeked. I love this. Listen very carefully to what I'm about to say. Prize picks. Prize picks. America's number one fantasy sports app with over 3 million members is the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Unlike other apps, on Prize Picks, it is just you against the numbers. No sharks or competitive leagues. All you have to do is pick more or less. On two to six player stat projections and watch the winnings roll in. You can now win up to 100 times your money with as little as four correct picks. In other words, you can turn 10 bucks into 1,000. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of player sports and stat types are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Now that we are in the heart of basketball season, I like more than ten rebounds for Denver Center. Over three million sports fans have already signed up, and I'm one of them. In fact, I'm already playing. I'm already using it. I've already got money in the account, and I'm playing. Download the Prize Picks app today. Use the code Rome for a first deposit match of up to one hundred bucks. That's code Rome R O M E on Prize Picks for a deposit match up to one hundred dollars. Prize Picks, pick more. Pick less. It's that easy. You do have to be present in certain states. Visit prizepicks.com for restrictions and details. You're listening to the Jim Rome Show. It's O Rewards Bonus Points month at O'Reilly Auto Parts, where you can get two, three, four, or even five times. O Rewards points on select purchases. Those bonus points can help you get to your next reward even faster. You'll receive a $5 reward for every 150 O Rewards points earned. Use your reward on your next purchase. Shop and earn points to get rewarded. If you're not an O Rewards member yet, signing up is quick and it's easy online or in-store at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Checking some reaction very quickly. I want to make sure I get out on time. I've got Bill Self coming up in 10 minutes from Mark. Cardio Jim, my ex from 2015 started following me the other day. So I guess you could say things are getting pretty serious. Hashtag Fields 2024. Chris from the PDX. See what I mean? It's like a political season. Whose side are you on? What party are you with? Fields or Williams? Or are you an independent party member? I would just say this. Two things. One, who somebody follows or unfollows doesn't mean jack to me. And I'm not even like the old guy, get the hell off my lawn. I don't give a damn. I'm not going to base my takes on who follows or unfollows somebody. That's just kind of moronic to me. Number two, you know what else is moronic? Thinking you can keep both those guys. I think that's a really bad idea. Make your choice. If you prefer fields, then keep fields. I don't think they prefer fields. I don't think that's the guy. I think that he had his chance. I thought, and for a moment, I did back him. And I thought that he did show flashes. But I think that I've seen enough to know that he's not that guy. More importantly, I think they've seen enough to know that he's not that guy. But I also understand that it is draft season. So they have to do business, and they need to negotiate, and they need leverage. So there's going to be a lot of smoke signals, a lot of bull crap, and a lot of garbage. I just know this. The biggest bit of garbage Garbage. is thinking you know what they're going to do based on what somebody does or does not do on social media. That much I do know. Eric quickly writes, Hi, Jim. Straight up in in in-market-on-topic about the Bears and this QB1 bullcrap that has been going on forever. Trust me, Bears fan. It will not matter. Whoever takes snaps in Chi-Town will not matter. Ever. Run, Justin. Run. Shark! Shark! Get out of the water! Run! As we sound the horn to stop the final. Personally, I don't think it's a question of if they move him, but where they move him to and what they get for him. There's this notion that, well, if they can't get a second, why don't we just keep him? Because if you can't get a second and you keep him, when you do actually get around to trying to move him, it'll probably be a fifth. When is the guy going to have more trade value than he has right now? No, I I don't think keeping them is a very good idea. I don't think I need to be in that locker room to know that keeping both of them in that locker room is a very good idea. I wouldn't do that. All right, let's take a short time out. Because when we come back, I'm going to go back-to-back. Two big-time gets. Bill Self. Live from Southern California.
1: This is the Jim Rome Show on CBS Sports Radio.
0: Emails. I get lots of them. Welcome back. I am Jim Rome. All right, so I'm in Southern California, and it is Stormwatch. You know how we do it. So more on that later on. No is already taking a run at us. It's a bad idea, NoCal. I've got back-to-back interviews, though. Really good interviews back-to-back. Coming up at the top of the hour, the manager of the L.A. Dodgers, Dave Roberts. Coming up right this second, the head basketball coach at Kansas. He is in his 21st season. He won national championships in 2008 and 2022. He led the Jayhawks to four Final Fours. He has won 16 Big 12 conference titles. He has won eight league tournament championships. He was inducted into the Basketball Hall of Fame in 2017. This season, the Jayhawks are 20 and 6. They're 8 and 5 in conference play. They're ranked number nine in the AP poll. They take on Texas on Saturday. We are joined now by Bill Self. Bill. It has been the proverbial moment. It is great to talk to you, Bill. How are you doing? I'm great, Jim. How are you doing, man? I'm great. I'm great. It's great to have you on. So let let me ask you this, Bill. Bring me up to date because the only constant is change. We know this. The game has changed pretty dramatically the last couple of years. I would imagine the players maybe have changed to a certain extent, too. How would you describe your personal headspace? Like, are you energized by all the change or maybe frustrated by the change? How do you feel about the game right now?
1: I'd say I'm both. You know, one thing about recruiting is, you know, the way it used to be, you recruit a kid for two, three years uh, uh, constantly with, with, with basically no show if there's a return on your investment into recruiting them to the very end. With the portal, your investment is two or three weeks, and you can, I mean, you invest two or three weeks and you can see a return. And so that kind of energized me, saying that you know, guys, dang it, you don't have to do this forever. You can, you know, just put all, go all in for a short amount of time. To me, that's exciting. So, so, but but it's also frustrating at the same time because you got to re-recruit your own guys. The 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 NIL is is good in theory; it's good, but it, but it's created so many issues with the transfer portal combined that that that. You know, you're always re-recruiting, you're always re-evaluating, but the players are always re-evaluating, the families are always re-evaluating, and I think it's harder to have that stable foundation that we've had for years when freshmen come, and then if they're not quite good enough, they become sophomores. If they're not quite good enough, they become juniors. You know, those days are long gone. You know, if things don't work out immediate now there's more opportunities who look to go somewhere else and that's what players are going to
0: do we are talking to bill self i appreciate that response so bill hard to imagine but we're only 10 days from march and all the intensity that comes with it how do you feel then about the way your group is playing right now and its collective mindset as you get ready for that stretch run
1: you know what we haven't played we played really well in stretches but we, we've been beat up the last uh, three weeks or so and we haven't played as well uh uh, we got to get whole we got to get all our pieces back and when we do Jim we're pretty good I mean uh, uh, our starting five I think could play with anybody uh, uh, we we haven't had as much depth as we've had in years past but I like our team but I like our team when we're healthy and, and we just haven't been that lately so I'm we, we've got a week off here so we don't play again till Saturday against Texas and I'm hopeful during this time, we can kind of get our legs back underneath us and hopefully become a little bit more whole.
0: You know, I was going to say, Bill Self joining us, I was going to say the one thing about the team, the team from the outside looking in, it seems like you've got good skill, you've got good talent, but you don't have some of that depth, as you point out, that you used to have. Then on top of that, correct me if I'm wrong, does it seem like the refs are allowing more physical play this season? Because if that's the case and you don't have a really deep team, that's not a great thing. Do you feel like you can get healthy and that it can be sustainable in time for the tournament? We well, have enough bodies to do what you want to do
1: i think the tournament is different i i I do i think longer timeouts uh uh to me the game is called a little bit differently in the tournament uh uh, our league and you have watched our league probably just enough to know that you know every game is a rock fight And, and and you know it's hard to referee games when teams don't shoot it well because the defense is so aggressive and so good you can't call foul you know, every possession or every other possession. So it's hard to referee those games. I think our league is probably as physical, the most physical league in the country. So I, I do think it's being called a little bit differently, but I also think it's a hard league to referee, uh, uh, just because of the reasons I gave and everybody's good. Uh, uh, so I'm, I'm hopeful you get healthy, you get longer timeouts, you get some things. Death becomes a situation in the tournament with foul problems and with injuries and, and uh, because guys can rest enough in those four minute segments and you get five breaks in each half in the NCAA tournament that I think you could play starters, you know, 34, 35 minutes and and not be hurt by it in the tournament. But I think, during the regular season, I think doing that every game is, is, is probably a little bit too much of a grind.
0: Kansas head basketball coach Bill Self, my guest. Bill, not only have I been watching the conference this year, I've spoken to a number of coaches in that conference this year. I talked to Porter Mosher recently. I talked to Kelvin Sampson recently. Both of them, Bill, told me that this is the deepest and most rugged conference that they have ever been a part of. I hold both those guys in really high regard, especially Kelvin, who's been in this thing for decades. If he's saying it, I know it's brutal up in there. Would you agree with them? Is this currently oh, – you've got six – Yeah, go ahead and finish 100%. that thought. Yeah. A hundred percent. You know, you look at it right now, we, we I think we've got six
1: or seven teams rated in the top 25. But what makes it strange is it's a different six or seven every week. I mean, it's not like it's the same teams. I mean, so we've had nine or ten teams that have been ranked in the top 25 this year, which is a ridiculously high number out of 14. So yeah, we got we've got and, and the thing about our league, uh, uh, you know the 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 leagues that that give the the appearance of being the best league or lot are the teams that are top heavy. The leagues that are top heavy and the leagues that are also bottom heavy, because you know the 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 one seeds, you know, can go six and zero against you know the the bottom teams, and it 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 makes their record in league you know at 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 fifteen and three looks so impressive to everybody. In our league, hey, the the winner of our league and, and you know, maybe, maybe maybe uh uh Houston can can run the table and go fifteen and three or whatever, but don't be surprised if thirteen and five wins it. And sometimes when you have that you have so many good teams across the board, it gives the appearance of mediocrity and that's the last thing this league is. I mean, it's it's there's there's no bottom bottom part everything is it's top and it's middle but there's no bottom and that's what makes the league so good
0: All Right. so right now you've got six teams that are currently ranked but to your point there's been like nine or ten that have been ranked at some point I mean can you envision seeing nine or even ten teams from the conference getting into the tournament
1: yeah yeah I, I haven't studied it but I think there's a very realistic chance we get nine and we could get more I don't know depending on how things play out but I think I think nine is very realistic
0: We were talking to Bill Self for a few more moments. Let me ask you about a couple of guys before you go. Hunter Dickinson has stepped up for you in the paint. He's averaging a double-double. He's got 18 points and a team-high 11 rebounds per game. What has that big dude meant to your team both on and off the floor since he came in from Michigan?
1: Yeah, he's been great. I mean, he tries so hard. You know, he's got enough personality, as you know, that it kind of takes pressure off everybody else. And he's been a terrific leader, a great teammate, and, and the bottom line is he's gone through a, a couple of rough patches. Like He went through a, a period of time uh, uh, about 10 days ago to last week where he didn't, he, he, he didn't make the same sh- shots he's been making all year long. But the dude's a high percentage shooter. He he, 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 he gets numbers. And and certainly uh, we've had some success this year, primarily because he and Kevin McCullough have played at an All-American level.
0: Hey Bill, you know it's amazing, incredibly. Last week, you were ejected for the first time in 21 years yeah. at KU. You said after the game that you said, "quote the magic word," unquote, a couple of times to the referee. Like, were you really that hot? It, 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 were you it, looking?
1: It was a four-letter word, but it it, it wasn't what you think. It was joke. Uh, I got I got ejected for joke.
0: So the J <laughs> oh, word. You dropped the J yeah. word, joke on them. Did yeah, they, they I, ran I, you I, for I, that? I, I, yeah, I I I. I but you know, in all honesty, probably had it coming,
1: but but uh, uh, that was certainly a game of of frustration for all of us and certainly for me. But but uh yeah, that's the first time in twenty one years. So uh I've gotten more technicals this year than I've than I've gotten in by double in any other year. So I, I need to I need to cut that out. I need to quit saying those magic words.
0: Or at least get your money's worth, man. Joke? joke is that <laughs> that gets you run now i was going to say so if that's a magic it, trick is it were it, you looking to fire the team up were you really that hot or do you have a few magic tricks still up in your sleeve for the big dance
1: uh, uh no that, that that wasn't looking to fire anybody up because at that point in time with five five or six minutes left uh, uh the outcome had pretty well already been determined so that was more of a a situation i just uh, i was probably frustration from the first 35 minutes that got me run on that at that time
0: seems to me that running a hall of fame coach for using the word joke is something of a joke but it really did happen so you got that on your resume now bill great to have you back appreciate the conversation always good to talk to you it's been a long time so it's good to have you on the show thanks so much Thanks, Jim. take care bud. bill self you too Joke. That's funny. He said it's a four-letter word. I'm like, oh, I'm sure it is. He's like, no, you don't understand. The four-letter word is joke. I kept saying it was a joke. And they ran me. He had never been run in 21 years. So I'm looking at that conference. He said, if you watch us, then you probably know. I do watch them. And as I mentioned, I talked to Porter Mosier. I talked to Kelvin Sampson. I've talked to Bill Self. I think nine sounds about right. I think they're going to get nine teams in. Nine that is a badass conference. That is a rugged conference, and he made a great point. Yet yeah, we have six that are currently in the top 25, but we've had nine that have been there. I could see them getting nine. 10 might be a stretch, but I could see them getting nine in the tourney. Even more alarming is, we really are only 10 days out from March. Man, that's snuck up. That's coming fast. Who you like? There you go, Albie. 1-800-636-8686. Tell, telephone number's toll-free. I've got L.A. Dodgers manager Dave Roberts on the other side of this. But in the meantime, you know how these things play out. Maybe he's ready. Maybe he's not. Maybe there's a chance to get through the telephone call. Go ahead and use that number. What do you think the Bears are going to do? Do you track these things on social media as a way to determine what they might do? I have an update on Rick Pitino. Remember yesterday when I said that Rick Pitino had a rant for the ages? And it was unbelievable. And I gave you my thoughts on that. Well, he had a night to cool off. He had a night to sleep on it. He had a night to reflect upon what he said. He had a night to think it all through. Get a good night of rest. Wake up refreshed. And then when asked about it, he said, I'm fine with everything I said awesome. You know who's not off to a good start and who's anything but awesome? The Angels. You knew that would go badly. I didn't think it would go that badly that quickly, but it is. But I want to talk about their counterparts, the Dodgers, who are the ones to beat. Dave Roberts, their manager, joins me when we come back.